This is a podcast from the Queen City Podcast Network. From the Queen City Podcast Network studios, high above Trade Street in Uptown Charlotte, this is CLT First, a newscast when you're fed up with all the other news. I'm Stuart Watson. Amy has the day off. Today's Tuesday, January 16, 2024. Weather in Charlotte, 20% chance of rain before 10 this morning. Mostly cloudy the rest of the day, high of 46. Tuesday night, temperatures dropping to a low of 19 degrees. Wednesday, sunny with a high around 40. Wednesday night, clear a low of 23. Embedded in a story about Charlotte actress Lacey Caroline, which you definitely should check out, Queen City Nerve has this little nugget. The North Carolina State Legislature has formed a film committee. Co-chaired by State Rep. John Autry, the committee will work to bring back film production and the jobs that come with it to North Carolina. Those productions left North Carolina in droves for Atlanta and the Georgia area when tax breaks went away in 2015. So pickleball, it's arrived. Eventually, it had to come. And Christina Bowling at the Charlotte Ledger is all over it, all over all things pickleball in Charlotte. So for those of us who are not late adapters, never adapters, What's the deal with pickleball? Well, it's funny because I was looking in our ledger archives and I noticed the first story we ever wrote about pickleball, which I will say was one of the first to be written in the Charlotte media, was back in January 2020. And it, our, our headline was, pickleball is the hottest sport you've never heard of. Can you believe that? That was just in 2020. And here we are in 2024 and we have... Pickleball, you know, restaurant and bars in Loso, they are dominating, you know, the parks and rec is having to repurpose, you know, basketball courts for pickleball courts. And there's controversies over that sometimes, you know, there's um, in retirement communities, hundreds of people um, in these pickleball communities, um, you know, gymnasiums being uh, renovated and turned into pickleball facilities. Um, it seems like the sport is literally everywhere. And what's interesting is, um, I think when it started taking off, people assumed it would be for like the retiree crowd, the maybe former tennis players who didn't have good knees anymore. And now you're seeing it even as a youth sport. So um, I certainly, you know, did not see that coming when we were calling it the hottest sport you've never heard of. Um, But boy, is it here in a big way. It's one thing for private enterprise to hop on something like this. For Parks and Rec to go out and build these courts, that's a public taxpayer problem. Are we going to be stuck with a bunch of pickleball courts, or is it here to stay? Well, I mean, clearly none of us have that crystal ball. But if you look at what uh, who, who is playing and you look at the reasons that they're playing, it seems like it's something that's bound to be with us for a while. You know, when you talk to people who play and you talk to, you know, folks who own these businesses and are, you know, making this their pickleball their career, they will tell you pickleball. One thing that makes it very popular is that it has a low barrier to entry, doesn't cost a lot to get started, and it's very quick to learn how to play. People have, frankly, short attention spans. You know, they don't necessarily want to invest uh, three years in lessons in a sport to get good at it and to feel 
um, feel, you know, feel like a competitive player and, and not, you know, feeling like they're going to embarrass themselves when they go out. Um, and the fact that kids are playing this, I think, is a huge thing because, um, you know, I think it sets it up for something that if people have good associations with it as a kid, that they may continue to play. When my millennial daughter, who's a huge volleyball player and soccer player, when she said she was deigning to play pickleball this week, I knew that the landscape has shifted. There's something seismic going on here. Yeah, I mean, you know, I don't think you have to ask. To, if, if you don't play pickleball, you probably don't have to um, look too hard to find someone you know who does play pickleball. Christina Bowling at the Charlotte Ledger. Love your work and thank you. Thanks so much for having me on. And Sports Illustrated has ranked the top five best candidates in their view as Panthers' new head coach. Included in the list, the Panthers' defensive coordinator, the Ravens' defensive coordinator, and the Lions' offensive coordinator. The only coach in the list with any head coaching experience, former Tennessee Titans head coach Mike Vrabel. After the break, Girl Scout cookies... There's now an app for that. Where do you turn to stay in touch with the city around you? Broadcast news isn't what it used to be. And commercial radio doesn't scratch that itch. If only there was one place you could get it all. When you want, wherever you want, on your schedule. There is the Queen City Podcast Network. Listen to your city on your schedule at queencitypodcastnetwork.com and everywhere you get your podcasts. Charlotte Lit, which is for those of you who write or who are in the literary appreciation area, there is a fun newsletter called Lit Bits this week. The Magic of Listening by Megan Modafferi, why reading a compelling story can really draw us in, the so-called NPR driveway moments. I had lunch today with my buddy Joe Kuhlman, Mr. Coolman, at the Evening Muse, and I asked him, what are the top 12 local, local Charlotte music venues? And I want to hear if you've got some others. The Evening Muse, of course, being Joe, The Visualite, The Neighborhood Theater, Amos's South End, Petra's, Snug Harbor, Tommy's Pub, Goldie's, The Middle Sea, Coyote Joe's, Smokey Joe's Cafe, and The Black Box. So what do you think? Do you have some other locally owned music venues? Hit us up on Instagram at CLT first, that's CLT1ST. It's January, and that means Girl Scout cookies. They're on sale January 19th. The Girl Scouts Hornet's Nest Council serves the Charlotte area. You can ask them for cookies. You can ask a Girl Scout. You can go on hngirlscouts.org, or, or there is now an app the Girl Scout Cookie Finder app, because of course there is. If you like this, tell a friend, just one. Surely you have a friend. Surely you like this. You're still listening. Tell them about CLT first 
and we'll see you tomorrow. QueenCityPodcastNetwork.com. Network.com.